Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Last week on the show, I opened up about having a colposcopy procedure to investigate irregular bleeding in the cervix. HPV was brought up during the consultation and a biopsy was taken. Now, whilst thankfully the nurse was confident there was nothing abnormal, it did raise a lot of questions. What is HPV? How can you get it? When is it a cause for concern? What treatment is available? 72% of us, myself included, do not fully understand HPV, with many of us thinking it's a rare condition which is a cause for concern as most of us will get HPV at some point in our lives and it can cause cancer. Joining me now to help us get a better understanding of this is Bernie Carter. She's Assistant Director of Nursing at the Marie Keating Foundation. Bernie, lovely to have you on the programme. Lovely to be here, Sinead. Looking forward to it. So I'm going to paint the scene for you. At the colposcopy appointment last week, I did not expect to hear HPV being brought up. I immediately panicked, thinking this was a cancer diagnosis. I mean, I couldn't have been more wrong. HPV in the cervix does not mean a cancer diagnosis. So what is HPV and how is it in my cervix? Yeah, you're right, Sinead. And it is a topic I'm glad we're discussing. As as you said, not a lot of people in Ireland know what is HPV. Before I start, all information is on the mariekeating.ie website. So do go and have a look and also on hpv.ie. So HPV stands for Human Papilloma Virus. And this is a group of highly contagious and very common viruses. We have at least 100 of these HPV viruses, but they don't all cause cancer. Roughly about 14 of them can cause cancer. And we call these guys high-risk HPV. So at least all of us, or any one of us who are sexually active, will get a HPV infection in our lifetime. But there's no need to panic. There's no need for fear because the majority of us will clear this HPV infection from our bodies. In some cases, that HPV infection can linger on. Our immune systems may not be strong enough to fight it off. Maybe our immune systems are suppressed by medication or just maybe it takes our immune system a little bit longer to get rid of the HPV infection. Because really, with the majority of us, we will get rid of that HPV infection inside 19 months. In some cases, the HPV, high-risk HPVs, can cause changes in the cervix. And I'll also talk about HPV changes in, in men and boys as well. But as far as the cervix is concerned, it can cause changes in the cells, which can go on to become cervical cancer if we do not treat them. So again, no panic there, because at least 6,500 women every year in Ireland 
do have changes in their cervix that does get treated and they don't go on to get cervical cancer. Roughly about 300 women in Ireland do get diagnosed every year with cervical cancer. So this virus is highly contagious, is a sexually transmitted virus, is spread back and forth between men, men, men and women, boys and girls, regardless of gender identity, each and every one of us who have had any sexual encounter. And when I say any sexual encounter, it doesn't have to be sexual intercourse. Mm. Any skin-to-skin contact with the genital area of somebody who has a HPV infection, be it oral sex, anal sex. I hate to be graphic here, but I might have... No, well. yeah, listen, we go for it, Bernie, there. because we need to get this out there, absolutely. We need to know, exactly. And we need not to be afraid, Sinead, as well. But yes. any sexual encounter, any contact with the genital area we can get a HPV infection. It really is responsible for roughly about 1 in 20 cancers worldwide. And listen, as far as cervical cancer, this cancer is very, very preventable. Australia is leading the way in eradicating cervical cancer because, guess what? Cervical cancer is more than 99% caused by a high-risk HPV virus. We have a lot out there that we can use tools to use in Ireland to help stop a woman, a person with the cervix getting cervical cancer or at least detecting these abnormal cell changes at an early stage. What have we got then? We've got that HPV vaccine. Mm. We know that the uptake of it has dropped during COVID. But we know that the HPV vaccine that's currently rolled out in first years of, in school, Gardasil 9, gives up to 90% protection against cervical cancer. Wow. And then we also have what you would have thought, and I know fair juice to you going out there to the nation and telling your own story, Sinead, but we also know that we have a brand new screening program in Ireland that replaced the smear in 2020 and it's now called HBV cervical screening yes which because is we, we brought this up yes and, and I did not yeah. know that this was called uh, a different name because as you mentioned this was something that maybe might have gotten overlooked in 2020 so the smear test is no longer the smear test tell me no. what it is and is it any different to the smear test that women would have uh, you know had in the past no the smear test is different Yeah, it is different in that it's changed. It's no longer called a smear, but it's taken in the exactly same way, either by your practice nurse, by your GP, in a well women's clinic. Takes about five minutes. You wouldn't know the difference. But yes, it has changed. We have followed our neighbours in the UK in bringing in HPV cervical screening, which replaced the smear in March 2020. Of course, it went on hold in March 2020 because of COVID. But now it is rolled out. So now what this HPV cervical screening does, as the name says, the first thing that's checked for when they take that little swab, that little, they still do a little swab of the cervix, of mm-hmm. the area around the cervix. The first thing they check for, is there a HPV virus present? Where in the smear, the first thing it checked for, is there abnormal cervical cells present? It did not initially check for HPV virus. Now, this is far more and a much better way of checking for pre-cancer changes are, are the presence of HPV in the cervix. So there are a few things that have changed there, Sinead, that is important. Yeah. So yes, it's better. It is extended as well. So it used to be the smear for to age 25 to 60. Now it's age 25 to 65. The difference again, also, it's every three years between 25 and 29, really. Every three years, 
And then it's every five years from 30 to 65. That is a big change. So people need to be aware of that. It used to be every three years from 25 to 44. Now, people make a concern and say, oh, that's a big gap of five years. Screening is fantastic. Screening saves lives. But screening is where there is a symptom. We don't wait for our HPV cervical screen. If we have that abnormal bleeding or if we have anything that's concerning us, we go and contact the GP. When we do get the cervical screening, and the reason it is five years from the age of 30, it's because it's far more efficient at picking up changes in the cervix than the smear. Now, I'd love to say here that the World Health Organization has a strategy to eliminate cervical cancer. I've already told you this cancer is primarily in more than 99% of cases caused by a HPV virus. Hence, we know the cause. Hence, we can prevent it. So the plan is that we get a 90% uptake of HPV vaccination in Ireland, that we at least get a 70% uptake of this cervical screening, and that we get a 90% efficient treatment of any abnormal changes that may be in that cervix that could go on to cervical cancer. So we need to kind of lead the way together with Australia in doing this, because in my 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 feeling is no one person should have to get cervical cancer. I have a sister going through it at the moment. I work a lot with the ladies who have been involved in the cervical issue in Ireland and cervical check. I've seen people go on this journey. Of course, nobody should, if possible, go through any cancer journey, but this is one we can prevent. And I would like to say, Sinead, there's no need for fear or worry here. And especially if your cervical screen comes back and say there's HPV present. So what will happen with the cervical screen? Ideally, we want to get normal Mm -hmm. and be re-invited back every three years if you're 25 to 29, every five years if you're 30 to 65. If it comes back and it says HPV present, but no abnormal cells, then what they will do is invite you back in one year and do a repeat. Okay. Yes, I think this is the case with me because yeah. when I went, you see, I went for this colposcopy because there was a uh, regular bleeding was discovered by my GP during another procedure, uh, routine procedure. So it wasn't through the, the screening process or anything like that. So when they did the colposcopy, they noticed, okay, HPV is present, but I'm liking what I'm seeing here. There's nothing irregular, but I'm going to do a biopsy just in case. So this is kind of where I'm falling in, I suppose, my personal experience. And that's brilliant, exactly. So HPV present, no abnormal cells come back in one year. HPV present and possibly maybe abnormal cells, they're always going to do the colposcopy. Oscopy is looking into. A a colposcopy is done in a very similar way to your, and let's get away from St. Smear, to your cervical screen, okay? Mm -hmm. In the colposcopy, they have a light so they can see what's going on. If they think there are any any abnormal cells there, they'll put a dye in which will show up the abnormal cells and they may also take a biopsy. At the time, if there is abnormal cells, they can go ahead and do treatment and get rid of these abnormal cells and stop them becoming cancer. So they do that in the actual, yeah, they do that straight away, don't they? Yes, which is fantastic. And if they want, it's not always necessary. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's the changes can be what we call low-grade changes. 
in the cervix may also be caused by HPV. But in the like cervical cancer takes 10 to 15 years to develop in the majority of cases. It doesn't happen overnight. And I'd like to say here as well about that HPV virus and being sexually transmitted. We don't go blaming our partner. We don't go pointing the finger. Well, do you know what, Bernie? I'm getting so many questions in here and I'm just going to give one here that is coming in. And I think that this again could be around a myth around HPV. uh, And it's great to see so many questions. Thank you so much for people getting in touch on 086-1800-658. Are you more inclined to get HPV that could become more cancerous if you have multiple partners, says one person? So the risks are starting sexual activity at a young age, being sexually active, because HPV is more common in our late teens and early 20s. Having numerous or several sexual partners may increase the risk, but it could just take one partner. We don't know. It may be just that one partner. But again, we can't go pointing the finger Mm. because it can take 10 to 15 years for those changes to turn up in the cervix or for that cervical screen to suddenly be, ooh, there's something there. Like it could also be that we may have picked up HPV in the past. Maybe we had what was in the past this year. Then we had it repeated and it was normal. And then it stayed normal, normal. You may have sexual, different sexual partners in between and it may pop up as HPV again. But it could be from the first partner. You don't know because it can stay dormant in the body for anything up to 10 to 15 years before it can cause changes. And it doesn't, the HPV virus doesn't cause changes in everybody. So we can't go pointing the fingers because it's spread back and forth. Listen, I'd like to say here, Sinead, that HPV can cause cancer in men too. Yes, because this is my other thing I was going to say. Both, this is important that people know this, that people don't just put this as a a female uh, situation. It's very much can affect men. How does it affect men? HPV can cause cancers in men and women. It can cause up to one in 20 cancers worldwide. In women, it can cause, as I've just said, the majority of cervical cancer. It can cause cancer of the vagina, cancer of the vulva, cancer of the throat, cancer of the anus. In men, it can cause cancer of the penis, cancer of the throat, and cancer of the anus, the back passage. So really, you can see here why that vaccine is important for Mm. men and women. It was rolled out for boys and girls in the first year in school in 2019. It was initially rolled out for the girls only in 2010 in Ireland. Prior to that, I actually went around the country giving talks about HPV and and the vaccine. I was trying to get it into Ireland because I could see our neighbouring countries had it, and I'd come from Canada where it was rolled out as well. So that this vaccine protects the boys from those cancers caused by HPV in boys and men. It protects the girls from the cervical cancer, the vaginal, the vulva. By vaccinating both, we're protecting both, and we're also getting what we call herd protection. What I would like to say, Sinead, it's only free in Ireland in first year. What yeah, because I have, a, I have quite a number of questions about that. This uh, came in earlier this morning from Sabrina, her eldest daughter, 16 and in fifth year, when she was in first year, and like many others, she didn't get the HPV vaccine. She changed her mind, would like to get it. They rang the vaccination people and was assured that once she was still in school, that wouldn't be a problem. However, myself and other parents have been told that a large number of people like me are looking to get their daughter son vaccine vaccinated. They now have decided that it's been because it was refused in first year, they're not going to get it through the secondary school vaccination programme. And it's going to be a cost like we discussed ourselves, uh, Bernie, this morning at €690 with the GP. They're looking for help, advice. Is it a case that they're going to have to pay? Things changed last year and this is very upsetting to myself. 
up until last year, roughly till 2019, it was free for the girls while they were still in school right up mm. to leave and start if they missed it in first year. It was never free for the boys beyond first year once it came in in 2019. Then last year, a few little changes were made, and I have to say it's in a very small comment in the HSE website at the very end. It is now only free in first year. For girls and boys who missed it because of COVID, because it wasn't happening, because the schools were closed, but if they had opted in, if they had consented, they will still get it. For those who missed it in first year, like your colleague there that uh, contacted you regarding your daughter missing it in, and now in fifth year, no, it's no longer free. It is free in the UK up to the age of 25. It is free in Australia, who is leading the way in eradicating cervical cancer up to the age of 19. It is free and recommended in the US up to the age of 26. We need a system similar here in Ireland. It is very costly and not everybody can afford to pay for it. Prevention always costs cheaper than cure. And I really am urging our government, mm. we were 20 years behind the UK in bringing in the smear. And now we are behind the UK in bringing in a proper and efficient and a most important catch-up programme. So yes, I'm afraid it is no longer free for anybody who did not consent to having it in first year, who has now missed it, who maybe for many reasons, there was a lot of fear around the vaccine. There yes. was a lot of fear around the safety of the vaccine. I would really urge people to go in and look at what the World Health Organization has to say. I'd also like people to listen back and listen to that poor Laura Brennan, who died oh, at the age of 26 yes, my cervical God. cancer. Yeah. An only daughter. A daughter who, up until the last hours before her death, went out there, went into the schools, went around the country urging people to get the vaccine that not was not available, available to her. her. Yeah, and, and such an, an amazing lady. As you said, you know, right towards the end, she really was fighting right till the end of exactly. her life. And her family continues to fight, Sinead. Mm. It is unbelievable. So unfortunately, no, it's only free in first year in Ireland. And I hope somebody in the government is listening because this needs to change. Like, I do not think any one person should have to pay for this vaccine. Mm. Right, It's recommended between the ages of 9 to 26. It's ideally given before becoming sexually active. It is actually trialed and tested up to the age of 45. It is free in Ireland for people who have a HIV infection right up to the age of 26. It is free for men who have sex with men with or without a HIV infection up to the age of 45. So really, even though the ideal is getting it at a young, young age, if the girls or boys have missed it, they should still be getting a vaccine that could save their lives and could protect the girls by up to 90% against cervical cancer. We need to change our system and we need to catch up with the rest of the world. The World Health Organization has a strategy around really eradicating cervical cancer. And for us to achieve that, we need a 90% uptake in that HPV vaccine. It has dropped to 50% because of COVID. Right. Laura Brynn got it from 50 up to near 80% prior to COVID and now it's dropped back down again. We also need a 70% uptake of the HPV cervical screening and we need about a 90% uptake of treatment of those pre-cancer changes that can occur in the cervix and treatment of early stage cancer, cervical cancer. Of course, early stage and early cervical cancer is curable, Cotton 
same time. But why should anybody have to go on that journey? Well, exactly. This, 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 this is exactly it. Bernie, thank you so, so much for enlightening us on lots of information there that we need to know about HPV. I feel I've learned so, so much from the discussion with yourself. I'm getting loads of messages uh, complimenting you for, for highlighting this and for being so passionate about this as well. Thank you so, so much for joining me on the show today. You're very welcome and best of luck to yourself. Thank you very much. Bye, bye, bye. Bernie Carter there. So much information. Thank you to people who are messaging in about this. If you've missed any of this discussion, I am going to pop it up on the podcast on lmfm.ie. It isn't the end of the discussion on this. I am going to keep you updated as well with my own... um, experience. I have to wait another couple of weeks another five or four, five or so weeks uh, to get results back myself but I think as Bernie is saying there you know this uh, prevention is so much better than the cure. If you can if your kids are of the age, get them vaccinated. Find out all the details and information that you can uh, online from trusted sources hpv.ie and mariekeating.ie 11 to 1 on LMFN Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.